Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast with Phil Graham and Sam Carlson. We help you master Facebook ads and give you an edge over your competition. If you want to be part of a movement that is taking digital marketers to new heights, this is for you. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast, episode 99. I'm Phil Graham. Dude, I'm Sam Carlson. And 99, when you said that just now, holy smokes, that means one more. And we're at three digits. That's crazy, man. It's so fun to be back. Uh, you know, on the heels of episode 98, which was with, uh, David Garfinkel, um, man, I have like this whole new, he was so fun and enjoy, wasn't he fun and enjoyable to have on? Yeah, absolutely. I had a great time. Um, we should, we'll have to have him on again, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think definitely. If you guys didn't uh, happen to hear episode 98, um, go back and listen to it because David Garfinkel, dropped some serious knowledge and uh, some really good value about copywriting. And uh, it kind of inspired us to kind of take uh, this podcast and maybe do a little bit of our own deconstruction of what it's like to, to write ad copy on Facebook. Because as we all know, and we picked the fun, if you guys notice the title of the podcast today, uh, we picked a fun one. What what was the title? What did we pick again? Uh, Facebook ad copy neutered, but not dead. <laughs> neutered, but not dead. So yeah, we're going to dive right into that. But before we do, what do we got for these guys? The last time, the last yes. time, what do we got for these guys? We've got our free fundamentals course at myelitegift.com. So if you guys need to learn the basics, this is like one-on-one kind of stuff, like how to create an audience, how to do an ad, stuff like that. You can learn that absolutely free. Grab our course. Uh, we're just about done with the thing we're going to have in its spot. It's going to be totally different. So if you do want that, time's running out. So I suggest you guys pick it up quickly before it goes away. As of right now, it's free. So check it out, myelitegift.com. That's exactly right. I feel like so, I'm a radio person when I... When I do that, it's fun, right? <laughs> yeah, gift.com. Don't miss Pod, it. Podcast is the new radio. So, by the yeah, way, speaking right. of podcasting, I want to say our our growth has been really, really amazing. We've gotten so many listeners, and every single month it grows, which I think is really cool. And I think it's you know people enjoy that we just a, a couple of the the common themes that I've seen in some of the comments or that they really like that our show is in bite-sized chunks, like 20 to 25 minutes or less, and that we're real and authentic and that we give like actionable info. Like you and I are both actually in the business of running ads for clients. Yeah. We don't just teach others how to do it. We actually do it ourselves as our businesses. And I think people also like that as well. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, <sighs> You know, if if you guys don't know, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, and we're not, I'm not going to get long-winded here, but uh, this podcast was like not intentional. This was, it was kind of funny and it was, uh, I met Phil, has it been? It's been over two years now. Yeah, over, over two years. So yeah, like two and a half years, something like that. Yep. And, and we started to get to know each other and we both come from different but similar backgrounds. And as we were discussing things, like instantly I recognize like an OKG 
And an OKG for those of you that don't, that don't know is an is a, our kind of guy, right? So I was like, dude, this guy's talking about like real stuff. I know he's in the day to day, where most of my conversations with other people are like very like, you know, theoretical. Like you can tell surface that they're level. just not, yeah, just surface yeah. level. And so after we're having these conversations, I'm like, we would constantly say, well, not constantly, we would always say, dude. That should have been a podcast. Well, yeah, I remember that. Right there. That should have been a yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it, it was it probably on the third or fourth time where we said, uh, that should have been a podcast. We're like, uh, okay, maybe we should just do it. <laughs> Isn't that and, funny? And that was almost two years ago now. Um, yep. Two years later. And, and, and now we're 99 episodes later, one episode a week, every week for almost two years. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, if you guys enjoy it, then um, we enjoy doing it. So appreciate the love and yeah, any feedback, you know, we're always looking to get better too. any feedback, feel free to, uh, you know, drop us a, a review, a, a comment, whatever, and we will do our best to make this thing as effective and applicable as possible. Definitely. So let's talk about our version of you know, Facebook ad copy after our, our podcast with David Garfinkel and, um, you know, like neutered, but not dead. What, what yeah. do we mean by that? And, and I'll let you start off and, yeah. and we can both kind of give some takes on, on ad copy and what we're doing like day to day right now. Yeah. So if, if you look at, so ad copy in general, right, David Garfinkel, like when he was on the podcast, that guy's been writing a uh, copy for forever. Yeah. Okay. And back in the day when, um, before social media, ad copy was a completely different animal than it is today on social media. And it's become, you know, we, we say neutered, uh, it's become a lot more tame, a lot less hypey and things like that. But it, at the end of the day, where it came from was it was, it was a product of what was effective as far as persuasion and human psychology, right? And there's been some guys like Gary Halbert, uh, John Carlton, who he talked about, uh, Eugene Schwartz, uh, uh, John Caples, uh, plenty of people that have contributed and made a, a framework that has taught uh, people in marketing and those looking to gain more profits from their written word, the most effective things to do. Okay. So when you have this amazing toolbox and you've got it like in, you've got, you're like, man, I've got the most amazing tools in my garage. I can do all these awesome things. And you show up to a job and you know, the guy's like, well, you can't use any of those. <laughs> you can use that screwdriver that will work, but you can't use that screw gun. Right. So you, you really end up with like this on the one hand, as you, as you, uh, as you learn and you, you really dive deep into what copy is and what can be really effective, and then you start applying on, on social media, Facebook, right? You learn, well, it would be great if I could do this, but I can't do that. Like some of the words, like the word you, right? Y-O-U, okay? That word in copy is so powerful, but on Facebook can be very detrimental to whether or not your copy will make it, you know, in front of a person or not. So when we talk about copy being neutered and some of our best practices, which is what we're going to kind of go over today is although, although you're not able to do some of the things that we would like to be able to do, 
there are still very effective best practices that you can do and be very persuasive uh, when it comes to ad copy and Facebook ads. So that's kind of like the, the foundation, the backdrop of what we're looking at. And I would also say that um, while, uh, while people might think, well, there's nothing to copy, then you know, I can just write it, whatever, that is a fool's errand. I mean, even David was talking about um, uh, a, a, a situation where he was, where he he helped recently a guy go from forty five dollars cost per sale to two dollars and fifty cents. That changes a business entirely. You know, you go from like amazing or from like okay profit margins to like scalable on steroids profit margins. So that's why this is so important. That's why this discussion today hopefully will be uh, really helpful for you guys. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I got, I got the feeling I should say this. I don't know why, but um, I don't know why the feeling popped into me, but I just want to say if anybody who's listening, if you feel like you're too old or you're too young or you're, too experienced or not experienced enough or you're too short or too tall, too ugly, too pretty, whatever it is, if you're feeling that, like, let that go. Don't let that get in the way, whether you're trying to do Facebook ads or start a business or run a business or get healthy, whatever it is. Like, I think we've all had doubts and stuff. And I know it's kind of just out of the blue, but I just came to my, my mind. I just feel like somebody's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, he's talking to me. And if that's true, I am talking to you. Don't listen to those negative thoughts. Don't let anybody or anything tell you you can't do something. And uh, the same goes with copy. You know, like a lot of people think that, you know, since they haven't been writing copy for 20 years or five years, that they will be no good at it. And that doesn't have to be the case, you know? Yeah. So we want to try and like cut the learning curve down when it comes to ads, when it comes to copy and, and then really everything that has to do with ads and, and, you know, add success. And so I think kind of just sharing some of what we do is going to be helpful. Yeah. So one of the things that I like to do, and this is right on the edge of, you know, like the neutering is uh, <laughs> I like to describe where somebody's at right now, authentically and honestly. So yeah. like, for example, you know, if you've got a chiropractor client, you know, what we used to do back in the day was we would just start, let's say we were doing ads for back pain. We would start off with, you know, talking about all the different ways we can help people with back pain. But what I found was over lots of trial and error, if we first started off with the pain itself, we met them where, the, where they were at, and we described the pain. You know, I can't remember who it was, was it Dan Kennedy or somebody said that whoever can describe the problem yeah. exactly as it's in the person's mind is going to probably win the business. Do you know who said yeah. that? I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't. Yeah. Like the person that can articulate the problem better than yeah. the person having the problem. I don't know who, who it was, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like diagnostic copy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because like, um, if you, now the key is here's where the neutering comes in. You have to be very careful with how you describe it because it can't be all gloom and doom and like, like Sam said, like, you really can't say you, you can't really, like, you're not supposed to make it seem like you're talking directly to the person reading it, which is dumb because you, you are, but you can't. 
And so you have to be really creative around how you say that. That's where the neutering comes in. Um, and but I've had success with describing the problem the problem really clearly. But I think part of that success is that we have to go a little dark to sometimes to describe a problem, but then we quickly shift to the light with what's possible. And so I think that's, that might be why we're able to get ads run and, and be successful versus only going dark and staying dark and maybe hiding the light to the after the click or something. Yeah. That might be where you're having problems. So that's like one tactical thing, whatever, whatever problem your product or service solves, whatever that is, describe the problem people are having first before you talk about the solution. Yeah. I like that. That, um, I mean, yeah, you, you, you can't, you can't say like, and be careful when you're doing that. Like you can't say yeah. you, you know, the word you, like whenever you, the word you shows up in your copy, just be really careful that it's not like a direct uh, thing, right? Like it's not directed at a person. Yeah. Like you um, don't want to say, are you tired of having back pain? Yes. But you, you could say for those people that are sick and tired of having back pain, you know, right. Right. It's not as powerful, you, you know, as saying, are you tired of it? But it's better than not being able to run an ad at all. I actually have kind of like a, I'm not going to call it a go-to for whatever, like I default sometimes to doing this too often. And even now, like when I do, I'm like, oh man, come, come on, Sam, be a little bit original here. But uh, there is like a way from time to time, I do like to open up an ad, Right. Mm -hmm. And it goes something like this. If there was a way to get X, Y, Z result, would you want to know about it? Question mark. Right. And so it's not like you're saying, Hey, um, do you have back pain? Right. Right. It's like saying, Hey, if there was a non-surgical way to end back pain, would you want to know about it? The reality is, is people that don't have back pain, it's possible that they might, might want to know about it too. Who knows? Right. So that's, that's kind of like a, a little bit of a stealth way of calling out your audience uh, from the get go. Cause a lot of times, I mean, when we talk about dog whistle copy um, for those of you that don't know what dog whistle copy, a dog whistle is a whistle you blow and it blows at such a low or high frequency. You can't remember which, which one it is that only dogs can hear it. So nobody else can hear it. Right. So in copy, you want it to work on a very similar level to where when you are, speaking that it appeals only to the people that are a fit for your product or service and it, it repels everybody else. Right. So, yeah. um, so that's kind of a way where I've found that like opening up with a question like that first, like questions at the beginning of an ad are great anyway, because just by having that question mark makes it's kind of like a pattern interrupt, you know, People are like so like when they're writing their ads, they're so used or accustomed to just making a statement, you know, hey, do you, uh, hey, for people who have back pain, period. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like by just, just that punctuation, having a question mark, man, it like slows them down. It makes them think, which, uh, which is good for, you know, for your quality score too. So yeah, I use questions a lot. I use yeah. them in he headlines. I use them in email subject lines and stuff like that. And I really like that. And uh, the other thing I would mention, I was going to mention questions. So we're on the same page with all this stuff, I think. Uh, the other thing is, you know, just like generating a lot of curiosity 
can do well for ad copy. Getting now good curiosity, not like clickbait to where it's something totally different after they click and then they're pissed off. You know, that's not the right kind. But if you creatively can get people curious and then fulfill their curiosity after they click, that can be a really good method uh, for copy and to make your ads effective as well. So think about whether it's in the headline or the ad copy itself or both, what can you do to pique their curiosity and get them to want to learn more, whether that's watch a video or click or whatever the case may be. That's really powerful, you guys. Yeah. You know, the the one thing, and I think we talked about it or, uh, in episode 90, I, I feel like I've talked about some of this stuff so many times. So you guys, <laughs> if you've heard this before, uh, you need to hear it again. Um, <laughs> so one of the things is when, when you think in terms of what your what your product or your service is, like what you're marketing, right? If you're doing it on Facebook, guess what? And you're, you're competing with other people. They're choosing the same people with the same interests and the same groups that you're, that you're choosing. So it's, it's extremely important that you not blend in. Okay. That your ads, that your words, that your images, that your videos, whatever you're doing, not blend in. So that implies that you therefore must do some research and know what they are seeing. Okay. Because here's the deal. Everybody that's getting targeted inside your audience, if they are getting served up a very, a very similar variety of ads over and over and over again, okay, their brain is going to become trained and attuned to almost subconsciously filtering that information away. Okay. So that thing in and of itself is really important for you to know. So you want to go through and you want to find, okay, who am I competing against? Who are the people that are selling my product, my service? Like literally flipping, like copy and paste, put them on a spreadsheet, look at everything, print them out. I don't care. Lay them out on your living room floor, whatever it takes. Look at what everything, look at what they're doing. Okay. And then come up with it with a strategy to where you can completely go in an opposite direction. Okay. Um, if they're all using image ads, you use video ads. If they're all using long copy, you use short copy. If they're all, you know, whatever they're all doing, do the opposite because in and of itself, the psychology of attention can be, I'm not going to say hacked because whatever, but just by, but just by changing the way you fit into the ecosystem. If you're an ad and you're looking like all the other ads that are in there, man, I tell you what, even if you have amazing copy, like you've got a very like hook, a good hooky story, it's going to be hard to get people to read it. If you look like everybody else, right? You want people to, to thumb stop, you know, to scroll when they see yours go bunk. Wait, hold on. What's this now? doesn't look like other stuff I've been seeing. And then by the time they're, reading your headline and they're starting to read your ad. Now you got them. Right. So I think that's a really like very practical, simple, and it's so simple, like simple exercise that you can do that. Even if you're not, uh, you know, a crack, uh, at, do they say a crack, like a, a crack job, like really good at writing? Uh, I think so. Is it good or bad? I don't know. I think that means good. Okay. Well, even well, if I don't you, know though, even if you can't do a bang up job, I'm using like references from like the 1950s right now. Even if you can't do a bang up job in your ad copy, just by doing that exercise, I think you'll be leaps and bounds ahead of where you would be if you don't do that. I agree. I agree. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, definitely differentiate, you know, um, we do that all the time. In fact, one of the uh, when I get a client, one of the first typically not always, but typically one of the first ad campaigns we do is an us versus them campaign. Yeah. Many times they don't they haven't really thought about it. But I'm like, okay, what separates you from everybody else? And where do you plant your flag that says this is why we do what we do? And this is who and what we're against. And then what we do is we create a campaign around that. And that goes to differentiation. When you do that, it's very powerful. And, you know, some some of those campaigns are like very good and very profitable for us. So us versus them. Love them. Can be very, very good for you guys. So if you haven't done that, I think this is this whole podcast, like all the tips we've given, like we could have charged money for that. Like these are valuable. It's, it's easy to listen to this kind of just like, you know, almost entertainment. But yeah, I challenge some of you guys to like, maybe go back and re-listen and maybe write some stuff down, take some notes, and then try and put some of this stuff into action. Because that is where it's really going to serve you best is to to do some of this stuff. There's a lot of good tips in there. Yeah. One one more thing I want I want to share. Again, like, I, I don't, it's, it's a 20, 30 minute podcast, right? And you're not going to learn everything you need to know about podcasts. I, I would really encourage you guys to go listen to David's podcast. Okay. Uh, it's a great podcast to really get a foundation, a solid foundation of what copy is. But one thing I will say, um, the first draft of your, of your ad should definitely not be the draft that goes in as an ad. Okay. And one of the most productive things you can do is get your audience to really start seeing the thing that you're writing. Okay. And I'm going to articulate this a little bit better. I taught a, uh, a class, a copywriting class, like, I don't know, like six months ago or something. And the guy, one of the guys after the class was over, one of the things that he came up and said, he said, you know what, man, I learned more in that hour uh, presentation than I have like in my entire career as far as uh, copywriting. And do you know what one thing stood out to me? I said, no, man, what was it? He goes, it was the word strolling. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why that stood out to him. So one of the things, one of the exercises that uh, I do is I talk about different words, okay? The man walked down the street, okay? This is one of the examples. The man walked down the street, okay? And then I say, the man strolled down the street. Are those two men doing the same thing? Absolutely not. A man strolling is a very vivid image in your mind of what that man is doing. And so by simply going back through your copy and identifying the uh, verbs, find out like if you're using, like if there's places to appropriately, now don't, don't like force it, but if there's places to appropriately exchange or swap a verb with a more visual, like visceral verb, Okay, like instead of walk, stroll or saunter or trudge. Remember uh, that movie, uh, uh, what is it? Knight's Tale, right? To trudge. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so like, like just words, man. One word can be a story in and of itself. A man strolling down the street gives a completely different mental and visual than a man just walking down the street. 
You know, yeah. a man walking down the street, you don't think of anything, but strong, you like, he's carefree. The sun's probably out. You know, who cares? Like you didn't make them think that, but they're thinking that. Right. And as people can really, if people can get invested in the story and you do that through allowing them to visualize it, your copy is going to work better too. So I, I think that's like one of those like dollar productive exercises that people can do. Like, again, you don't have to know if you know English, that's, that's the only requirement here, folks. You have to do, you do have to know the language that you're writing in. So as long I thought as you something can, else too, to add yeah. to that, yeah, like, you know, telling stories and stuff is a great way to go. So like one way to even add to that story is you could add on another layer. So you could say, um, the man was strolling down the, sh um, down the street, his uh, shiny red shoes were glittering in the sun or something and shoes that he only wears for special occasions. Like just they, something like that. You already know so much more with just a few more words. Like do. He, he, he never wears these red shoes unless it's a special occasion. He's strolling them down the street with the red shoes, with the sun coming down on him. Like you can totally, you picture somebody doing that and then you're yep. wondering oh i wonder what the occasion is you know and you start it, wanting to know more isn't that interesting like yeah like like the 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 shoes that he never wears but only on special occasions that right there that one i love that by the way that one addition is going to set that's setting the stage for the rest of the copy because now they're like well if it's something so special you inferred curiosity yep right and curiosity is your, is your tool, man. Curiosity is the fuel. Curiosity is what's going to, it kills the cat and it also kills <laughs> the cash. You know what I'm saying? If you got curiosity, you're going to kill it with that cash. You're going to get it. You're so, going to get it. You're going to get that cash. So, dude, I, I, I tell you what, I could talk about copy all day long because at the end of the day, funnels are great, ads are great, but nothing works unless you understand copy, unless you know copy. And if, if you guys, uh, like David being on our podcast was a really cool moment for Phil and I, not, not just because he's an awesome dude, but like he represents uh, to us like the, I don't know, like, like the, the authenticity of marketing. You know what I mean? He's like, one of the OGs, man. He is an OG. And when that guy came on our podcast, like Justin Timberlake could have been on our podcast and I would have been less starstruck. Yeah. Um, but David Garfinkel, I'm like, dude, this guy is, is a guy that has dedicated his life to this thing. He's on the podcast. It was amazing. And hopefully you guys can like maybe sense some of the urgency and the importance in this thing we call copywriting. Because I tell you what, you unlock the door to copywriting, all of these other things will start working for you. So it's, it's, a, it's an important skill to have, by far the most important skill to have above all of the other ones in my opinion. Well, that was a great show, my friend. You guys, yes. I hope you enjoyed it. Lots of great tips in there. I mean, a ton. Like, go back Let's and do listen. it again. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot in there. And most importantly, like I said earlier, put it into action. You know, make sure you guys are trying to implement some of the stuff you learn on the podcast. And uh, if you enjoy it, I would love for you to give us a review on iTunes and also share it with your friends. 
share it with your enemies and share it with your pets. <laughs> dogs like to listen to when they're home, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, share it with everybody though. And, uh, you know, help us continue to grow and, and get our message out to as many people as possible. Our, our whole thing is we want to help as many people as possible. And most people kind of get uh, screwed because they're like listening to all this bad advice from people that don't know what they're doing. So well, that's why we want to give away a lot of free info because yep. we bottom line, we care. Love it. Love it. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Go out, kill it, do your best. And uh, we will and forget the rest. Oh, there you go. See you next <laughs> week, guys. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this with all your friends. For show notes, more tips, and to learn more about us, please visit fbadspodcast.com.